Most people don't know what's holding them back, but you do because you listen to me, Sam, your self-care guru and journal junkie. Welcome to Journal Entries, your safe place where you can tune in weekly to get tips, tricks, and journal prompts to uncover your feelings, gain clarity, and make your move. Hello, hello. Welcome to this week's journal entry. I started this podcast with the intention of truly sharing my journal entries with you, sharing what I am going through and any revelations that I might have or ideas that I might have and even hardships that I have or I'm going through in hopes that if you are going through something similar, it helps you either directly or indirectly with what to do next or how to think differently so that you can start the process of feeling better, feeling more empowered, and overall feeling happier and more fulfilled and sure of yourself because that is how I feel now. Myself now compared to when I first started journaling December 19th of 2020, I feel like I'm a completely different person and in huge part to journaling. I was scrolling Instagram as I do, and I stumbled across this account that I'm going to dig into today with you because there were three separate posts that this account had that I was just like, everything that I saw was just like, yes, that's me. Either what I'm currently going through or definitely something that I've thought or definitely something that has been written in my journal before and is so relatable. I think that as women, we all go through these thought patterns at one point in time or another. So I'm going to talk to you about shooting on yourself, about gaslighting yourself. I've talked a little bit about gaslighting in relationships, a tiny bit, but we don't often think of how we might be gaslighting ourselves. So that's a really good one. And then at the end, I'm going to honor what we can release so that we can embrace something new. Before I get into that, I do just want to shout out the recovery room. So this is a six-week group that I'm starting next week. So this is the final week to register for it. And this is for educators, including homeschooling mamas. And in this six-week group, we are going to focus on you. You spend nine months of the year or more pouring into your students. And this summer break, I really want you to feel like you can let everything go from the last school year, get in the right headspace of feeling however you want to feel currently and decide how you want next year to feel, and then create systems and habits now that we can start practicing so that in the new school year, you will continue to feel that way. And dare I say, even prevent burnout. With journaling, I know that we can get to a place where burnout doesn't exist because we address things early on that it doesn't progress to that. So if that sounds up your alley or you know someone that might be into that, 
send them my way. The last day to register is July 30th and we start on July 31st. Okay, so first up, we are going to talk about shooting yourself. Stop shooting yourself. So if you've never heard of this phrase, basically shooting on yourself is when we say, I should be doing this. Here are some examples. I should be further along by now. I should do what makes them happy. I should stay in this relationship. I should look more like this person or be more like that person. I should be working harder or I should be working longer. I should be eating this. I, I sh- Or also I shouldn't. I shouldn't be thinking about what I need. I shouldn't be doing this or that. We say this so often. So one journal prompt for you is when do you find yourself saying these things and what do you find yourself saying in particular? You'll start to notice some trends. And once you do, it'll be really easy to target them and to swap them. And I'm going to give you some ideas on that. But these ideas of how to think of those statements in a more positive light will be that much more impactful if you can identify where you are shooting yourself, where you're putting those expectations of what you should or should not be doing. So that's the first step. And here is how we are going to switch it from should or shouldn't something to something more empowering. Instead of, I should be further along by now, anytime you think something along those lines, swap that with, I'm right on track for my own path. Instead of, I should do what makes them happy, swap that with, I don't have to live up to others' expectations. Instead of, I should look more like them, Swap that with, I don't need to look like anyone else but myself. Instead of, I should be working harder and longer, swap that with, I am allowed to listen to my body and to take breaks when I need to. Another one that I like for this is that you don't need to work hard in order to rest. Rest hard so that you can work. Instead of thinking, I shouldn't be thinking about what I need, swap that with, it is not selfish to take care of myself and to know what I need. Hopefully those give you some ideas. And once you identify your shoulds and listening again to that list of swaps, think of what sort of sentence of phrase empowers you. It might not be exactly what I just said, but based on who you are, what you're inspired by, what season of life you're in and what you're going through, something will pop up. If you can quiet your mind and think, what is a more empowering statement that honors what I actually need, then it will be easier and more relatable to you. All right, moving on to gaslighting. Let me, I'm gonna quickly look up the phrase gaslighting, because I think that it is, I I don't know if I should say overused. It's just used a lot. 
um, potentially in incorrect times is what I've heard people say. Gaslighting is a form of psychological abuse in which a person or a group causes someone else to question their own sanity, memories, or perception of reality. So these people might feel confused, anxious, or like they can't trust themselves or their own thoughts, intuition, things like that. There are a few different ways that people typically gaslight or gaslighting tactics. So denial, something like that never happened is what might be said to you if you are being gaslighted. So denial, shifting blame, blaming you for everything, minimizing, saying you are overreacting, withholding, meaning they are keeping something from you or I don't know what you're talking about. They're kind of like denying that, goes back to denial. Countering, somebody might say to you, you never remember things correctly. They're always counter countering what you say. Discrediting your thoughts or beliefs or your version of what happened. Deflection. What about the time that you did X, Y, Z? So they kind of shift the story or the focus of what you're talking about to something else. I know somebody really good at that. <laughs> Loving words as weapons. So someone that might say, I would never hurt you on purpose. That seems sweet potentially, but that could be a form of gaslighting because again, it's discrediting that they actually did hurt you. And last but not least, rewriting history. They might say something like, you yelled at me for no reason. So that's gaslighting in the typical sense that we hear it and that we see it. However, we gaslight ourselves all the time. Oh, well, maybe not all the time. I, I used to do it all the time. Gaslighting ourselves looks like we are doing those things to ourselves. We are denying ourselves. We are shifting blame to ourselves. We are saying, oh, that's my fault. We are minimizing our experiences. We are deflecting. So there might be a big thing happen in our lives. And we are just choosing not to think about that. We're thinking about something else, deflecting. So many ways that we do this to ourselves. And so now I'm going to share with you some specific ways or like words that you might be telling yourself in your head that could be gaslighting yourself and then what to say instead. Okay. So first gaslighting yourself could look like you thinking or saying, maybe this is all in my head. Instead of thinking that you can say to yourself, my experiences are real and valid. Instead of gaslighting yourself by thinking or saying, I shouldn't feel this way. Swap that with, if it's sticking with me, it must be a trigger. Where do I need to heal? Instead of gaslighting yourself by thinking or saying, I shouldn't be upset. I'm sure that they didn't mean it. Or I shouldn't be this upset. Swap that with, even if they didn't mean it meanly, it still hurt. Or even if they didn't hurt me on purpose, it still hurt. And lastly, instead of gaslighting yourself by thinking or saying, I don't deserve to be happy, 
swap that with my past mistakes don't define my future. After listening to those examples, a journal prompt for you is to think of how you gaslight yourself. What are some things that you often say to yourself in your head? For some of you, this will come very easy, especially if you are in tune with you know, the conversations that you have with yourself. And if you already journal, you might instantly be like, oh, yes, this is something that I tell myself. But often those statements are just ingrained and almost, I don't want to say who we are, but we sometimes can become attached to them. We believe that we are just a sensitive, overly sensitive person, right? And so we think that we always overreact when in reality, that's gaslighting yourself. And instead, the belief is that you don't overreact. You are not overly sensitive. All of your feelings and experiences are real and valid. So just take some time, again, quiet your brain to allow yourself to think of just how you're feeling any situations that might be happening in your life right now and things that come up that you tell yourself and are there any patterns? Maybe when you hang out with a certain group of people or a certain person, you always tend to think similar things before you meet up with them or when you're with them or when you get home from hanging out with them. So that might be another good way to try and hone in on the thoughts that you're thinking is picture yourself in different settings. And the other journal prompt that was already within that is where do I need to heal? If it's sticking with me, it must be a trigger. So where do I need to heal? If you want to take it one step further, how can I do that? That, that might sound really big, but is there any sort of action step that you can take can you have a certain conversation? Can you make an idea list? Can you try something new? If you need help with getting to a point in your journal entry of taking action, click on the link in my show notes for the uh, Breakthrough Blueprint. It's totally free. And it's how I guide my th myself through these big emotions so that I don't just sit in the emotion, I'm able to actually take action and work my way through it and feel better by the end. All right. The last thing that I wanted to share with you is what we can release so that we can embrace something new. These things that I'm going to share that we can release are some thoughts, but also ideas that we can cling to. I would love for you to listen to these first because I think that it will, again, trigger for you what are some of your beliefs that you prove to be true to yourself. And then it'll be easier to swap them. So here are some things that we can release. The need to perform, trying to keep the peace, expectations from others, and emotions in the form of tears, sobs, etc. Hopefully that list gets you to start to think of what are some like weights 
that you carry met- metaphorically? What are those things that you feel deeply ingrained in you that aren't necessarily serving you? A common journal entry that I feel like I've mentioned a few times is what can I release that is not serving me? And this is one of the ways that you can approach it is what are those beliefs that you are just carrying? Like the like the expectation that you need to keep the peace within your family or your friend group or the world, like everyone that you interact with, you need to make sure that they are happy. I'm raising my hand. That is me. <laughs> that that was me. That's how, how and who I was and how I reacted in the world and all of my conversations and friendships and relationships for many, many, many years. So think of that. And then when we release those things, it's nice to have a mantra because you're not just going to be like, oh, I don't have to keep the peace. Okay, cool. I, that's solved. I'm I'm fine with somebody being upset at me or I'm fine with somebody being unhappy. It truly takes time to be able to adopt this new mindset and experience that by not keeping the peace, for example, nothing bad happens. The world doesn't end. And when you experience that, that's when we chip away at that deeply ingrained belief that we are the peacekeepers, just using that as an example. So I can release the need to perform so that I can embrace genuine acceptance, especially self-acceptance. I release trying to keep the peace so that I can embrace the healing that comes after moving through the storm. I release expectations from others so that I can embrace my authentic self and others. I release emotions in the form of tears, sobs, etc., so that I can embrace the full range of emotions and move through them. So what we're embracing is what comes when we release the thing that we're holding on to. And again, when we start to experience that, even though it might not feel good all of the time, like that last example of I can release emotions in the form of sobbing so that I can embrace the full range of emotions, that's going to cause you to feel the full range of emotions deeply. But when you do, you move through them. When you stop trying to keep the peace, there will be conversations and potentially arguments. But when you do work through those, there's much stronger relationships and connections. In fact, I mentioned in one of these episodes that I have an affirmation board. It is to the right of my desk right here. And basically, I wrote down all of the beliefs that I have deep down. And then I wrote an affirmation, kind of like these mantras. And I do have one about keeping the peace and not just peace, but more so conversations and speaking up. Because for me, keeping the peace meant 
staying quiet, not ruffling any feathers. And so the affirmation that I came up with is when I speak up, I allow my relationships to strengthen and deepen. And it's scary to think of speaking up because it's not always what people want to hear, but I do believe that my relationships are that much deeper and stronger because of it. And it's a really cool feeling. Another one that I love that I think some of you might need to hear, especially people pleasers, is my emotions are separate from others. They are able to have and to manage their emotions as am I. And that reminds me that I can feel how I want to feel. They can feel how they want to feel. I do not have to fix their feelings. I needed to repeat that to myself often. Anytime I felt like someone that I cared about was upset or sad or frustrated, anytime they were having a big emotion, it was truly like tugging at my heart And I like immediately started thinking, what can I do to make them feel better? But when I was really trying to break this cycle, I would notice their emotion and literally say to myself over and over again, they are allowed to feel that way. They can work through this. I don't have to. And it was really tough. But after time, it was so relieving. Like it's not my responsibility, which some of you that don't struggle with that are like, Duh. (laughs) But I hope that those affirmations gave you some ideas of uh, affirmations or mantras that you can have so that when you do feel that weight and pressure that you're carrying around, you can repeat these mantras in your head until you feel like you are able to loosen the grip and then to eventually release those things. I shared a lot of journal prompts with you today, and I'm going to put them all together and in the show notes. So definitely check that out and circle back to the show notes or just screenshot it so that you can talk about them and write about them in your journal. Also, I'm going to be sharing the actual photos because I shared a lot of if this, then that. So I'm going to share the photos with you if I can in the show notes. And if not, I'll share the direct links to the posts that I referenced and you can save them or whatever you want to do with them, as well as links to the blueprint and the recovery room. Again, only a couple more days to register for that. Thank you so much for tuning in this week. As always, I so appreciate you and I will talk to you soon. Thanks so much for tuning in to this week's journal entry. I love connecting with my listeners, so make sure you screenshot this episode and tag me on Instagram at samantha.s.says so I know you're listening. And don't forget to grab your free training and journal prompts at www.samanthapenkoff.com forward slash podcast.